Good to see everyone. Good to see you guys. Where did you guys, you guys went out of town? Her mother fell and broke her hip. Oh, oh sorry. She's been in the hospital, multiple uh, ups and downs. Oh, so no. So we've been having to go down to Fort Arthur, Texas, and stay with her. So. Difficult. Thanks. Yeah. So, that was very sweet. Kirtan, right? Yeah. So, oh, very powerful. That was awesome. Kirtan Fest. She just came from the Kirtan Fest, so she's all super empowered. So, we can do the invocation. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya. Yada yada hi dharmasya. Yada yada hi dharmasya. Granir bhavati. Bharata. Granir bhavati. Bharata. Abhyutanam dharmasya Abhyutanam dharmasya Tadatmanam shijamyaha Tadatmanam shijamyaha Yada yada Whenever and wherever he, he, he certainly, certainly. Dharmasya, dharmasya which means of religion, religion. glanihi discrepancies bhavati becomes manifested bharata o descendant of bharat abhutanam Predominance, Adharmasya, of irreligion. Tada! Tada! At that time. Tada! Atmanam, self, Frijami, manifest, Aham. The translation, whenever. And wherever there is a decline of religious practice, O oh, descendant of Bharat, and a predominant rise of irreligion, at that time I descend myself. And it's followed by Parichanaya Sadhunam Vinashaya Tadushkatam Dharma Sad Dharma Samstapanartaya Sambhavami Yuge Yuge to deliver the pious and to annihilate the miscreants as well as to reestablish principles of religion, I myself appear millennium after millennium. And then Krishna says, 
later, then he goes, Janma karma chame divyam evam yoveti tattvata chakvam dehaponam janma naimeti mameti sojana. So one who understands my janma, what is janma? George? Janma, what is janma? <laughs> What festival you just had? Yeah, so what is Janma? Janmasmi. What does it mean? Birth. 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 Birth yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Give him an Akadasi candy. <laughs> Janma karma. What does karma mean? Reaction. Action. Janma karma cha me me divyam. Divyam is transcendental. My birth and actions are transcendental. Evam yoviti tattvata, and one who knows this truth, in truth, in full. Chakva deham, chakva means when you give up, deha, the body, chakta deham. Punar janma, you don't again take birth. So if you understand Krishna's birth, you don't take birth. Punar janma, Nameti, Mameti, Sojana, but one comes back to me. So we just had Sri Krishna Janmasani. So the Lord, we hear here that He is coming to protect the saintly, to well as to get rid of the bad elements, the duskritis, and as to reestablish eternal principles of religion. And then we find from the Acharyas that internal reason that Krishna could actually, He could stop the demons. He didn't have to come. He could stop it with His, with his Shaktis. But the true reason that he comes is to give pleasure to his devotees. So Parichanaya Sadhanam, the first one that he mentions, to protect or give pleasure to his devotees. Uh, devotees are always protected. So how is he protecting them? They're, prote they're protected from um, great, uh, greatly missing him. So he comes. Give him a big hug. So Krishna's come. And, and then he keeps this mission on. Like a... The Lord Chaitanya came, and Krishna came and he wound up his pastimes. Like he came, he stayed on earth for 125 years. Uh, while he was 125 years old, he still looked like a, a nice young lad. He had you know, I think great, great grandchildren. He used to look like a young lad. Um, but then he wound up his pastimes. But Lord Chaitanya, he came, and what we're doing now is considered a continuation of Lord Chaitanya's pastimes. He hasn't wound it up. And so, um, Srila Prabhupada, when he was here, Srila Prabhupada's appearance day was when? Tuesday. Tuesday. Janmasi got you good tricks. So Tuesday, yeah. So he, he appeared. So Krishna comes, he comes with his entourage. Um, and he, uh, he also comes, there's a verse uh, in a book called the Chaitanya Mangala that says, the Lord will send his Senapakti Bhakta, his great general, after his departure, as, uh, after Lord Chaitanya leaves this world, he'll send a great uh, sadhu who will come and distribute Krishna consciousness to everyone who else was, who was unwilling to take it. So the rest of us, yeah. So he comes and he, so Prabhupada, we know, came to America. He was just about seven years old, 70 years old, had two heart attacks on a cargo ship, landed in Boston Harbor. Everyone mentions the 40 rupees that he had 
it was like monopoly money because there was no exchange. We went back to India in 1968. He used that same 40 rupees to catch a taxi. So he had absolutely no money. Just a trunk of uh, first canto part one, two, and three, and some um, easy journey to other planets uh, book, just those two forms of books, and a pair of symbols, you know, cartel, and that's it. Um, had some pots, yeah, had some cook something. Yeah. He wasn't sure if he was that there was gonna be food available, like like Eat proper right. vegetables and he was he was worried that in in America it's you know full of bee eaters, is there gonna be like potatoes and you know, is there actually gonna be mm -hmm. some proper vegetables to cook? But it was he found he was happily surprised. If you go to some place like Russia then it's it's there's there's nothing to eat. There's there's you can't get rice there. Maybe you can get a potato, but it's not not much options back when Prabhupada went there. And so Prabhupada once said, he said, don't make me like Alexander the Great in my own lifetime. So what was Alexander the Great? He would, he conquered, but as soon as he left the place that he conquered, it just went, it just went back, it just went back to, he had no more influence there. It just kind of fell apart, whatever his, uh, mission was there, you know, trying to conquer. Um, so there was a devotee named Adi Purusha. He um, he met the devotees in he came from New York. He went to New Vrindavan. He was a brand new devotee. He had lost his license. He had no shoes. He was just like didn't have anything. Was all very new to Krishna consciousness. And so he went to New Vrindavan and his service was to guard Srila Prabhupada at night who was staying, Prabhupada was staying at a house uh, outside of the property. And so he, was, he would stay there throughout the night and just make sure Prabhupada was okay. They did have some problems before in New Vrindavan with Hell's Angels and stuff like that. So he was, he was the guard. And so he heard some, some speaking and some clicking and he thought maybe Prabhupada's reading his own books. And then he figured out, oh, he's, he found out that, okay, he's translating the books. The dictaphone machine was going on throughout the night. And then it started to rain. And uh, so, so he went to the garage that was attached to the house to do his service there. He sat there in the garage. And then at some point he heard a sound behind him and it was Srila Prabhupada. And he, said, he offered his obeisances to Srila Prabhupada. And he said, uh, uh, tell me, is there a service that I can do? For you and um, is there any any service he said you can go where I won't go and he was, he was a little bit bewildered because Prabhupada had just come from Dallas Caracas Venezuela San Francisco LA and Japan <laughs> <laughs> and he was on his way to New York London and Germany and so on he's like where where you won't go he said um, he said Prabhupada said, to the future. <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then Prabhupada said, and by the way you treat the people there, they will know how much Krishna loves them. That's sweet. Mm -hmm. oh. So that is uh, Krishna's carrying on the mission of Lord Chaitanya and Krishna. You see, Krishna is coming to... Uh, Re-establish eternal spiritual principles. Uh, con um, conquer the discrities. So we're we're meant to have 
uh, Prabhupada said we should have sh sharp, intelligent arguments to defeat all kinds of materialistic, atheistic philosophies, and we should protect and support the saintly devotees and, and establish. So we're carrying on Krishna's mission just by repeating Krishna's words. And just passing it on. And when Chaitanya came, Srila Prabhupada came. And does anybody know how... So Krishna, we know Krishna is the direct incarnation of the Lord. And Chaitanya is actually also, not necessarily avatar, he's, he's Krishna himself, he's avatari. But what are the things that you can tell Somebody says, I'm God. What are the things that, uh, that you know if that person's God or not? There's an acronym that uh, Sharp Brahmachari made. Is it the four thing? The four? Yeah. So the acronym is SAFE. Uh, S stands for? Servants. Scripturally described. It's just kidding. So he's, like, he's described <laughs> in, in Sastra. He's predicted, like Buddha is in the first canto. Uh, a couple times Buddha's um, described in other ver other books as well. Tato kolo samrite sumahaya suradvishtam Buddha anjana sutaha kiketeshu bhavishyati bhavishyati in the future the Lord will appear as Buddha as the son of anjana in the province of Gaya and will appear just for the purpose of deluding those who are envious of the faithful theists. So Krishna, Lord, you know, Buddha's activities, his birth, his place and his, and his parents are uh, mentioned in that one verse and there are many other verses describing the Buddha. So scripturally predicted then uh, A stands for Almighty. Astrology. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> there is a, yeah, there's certain astrological features that are, that are, uh, that are, that are uh, very extraordinary and unique. And then there is F stands for Okay. Anybody guess? Famous. Famous features. Oh, that's uh, a good guess. So, uh, Tyler, could you stand up for a second? And then try to um, just stand and just try to touch your knees without bending your body. Okay. All right. So Krishna's hands extend to his knees. He has features that are not uh, uh, ordinary. Like he has this threefold stance that he can. He does like he does that in Vrindavan that people can't really do. So features, and then E stands for extraordinary activities. He does, you know, lifting mountains and killing twelve mile tall witches, you know, at the eight, at, while he's eight days old. And there was a baby at the temple the other day, eight days old. Eight days old? Yeah. So I, I told him, "Hey, Krishna, he killed a witch <laughs> at that age. What is he doing?" <laughs> So extraordinary activities, um, you know, Putana. How how old was he when he fought Trinavarta? I'm not sure. He was quite young, little baby. And then um, Govardhan Hill. He was six years old. Uh, he had not done any like weight training before that. You know, he wasn't hanging out with Bali or Shakshi and the pushups all the time. <laughs> no weight training, but still he was able to lift the mountain very easily. Um, yeah, unlimited extraordinary activities. That's the way you can understand avatar. But, you know, now nowadays you've probably heard many people say, uh, 
this yogi is an incarnation of such and such, and this person is an incarnation of that such and such. That's been going on forever. People advertising themselves as uh, such and such and such and such. They call it Sai Baba. Sai Baba, the, uh, the which so one? Shirdi and, and, and yeah. Sai Baba. And the one that has... Um, Statue. Some... But yeah, and and um, sorry. allegations of misconduct. Yeah, uh, I, know. <laughs> I, know. I know. So, and even we see Krishna himself. He went. He is. He his when you all know the pastime we we spoke before about how Rukmini was crying, feeling bad for Krishna. She said. Krishna says, why are you crying? He says, well, I feel bad for you. And he says, really? What, what do I miss out on? He says, well, the devotee that serves you gets more uh, than, uh, in their service than you have actually experienced in, your, in yourself. You're all satisfied, but the devotee is more satisfied in, in, than you. That, and Rupini said, I'm more attached to my service than I'm attached to you. <laughs> what? <laughs> That's a so terror. But, so Krishna got inspired. He took. He was like, "Okay, I want to be the devotee." So he's the most intelligent being, and we're thinking we're quite wise, and we're trying to be God. But the most intelligent being is trying to be the servant, and teach others how to be the servant of God, my Chaitanya. And so we're. These are, the pastimes that continue past time. We can. We're just continuing in this pastime, and when we specifically aid that spreading of the spiritual knowledge of Krishna, then we get Krishna's mercy. As Krishna says in 18th chapter of Bhagavad Gita, there is no devotee more dear to me than one who spreads this knowledge, and never will there ever be one more dear. So it's like, um, Eris, what is your favorite sweet? Gulabjimits. So she has a soft spot for gulabjimits. You say, Eris, I have this favor. Can you do this for me? I give you gulabjimits. <laughs> mm-hmm. Really good gulabjimits. Uh, I have a, a really bad gulabjimits story of a really good gulabjimits. It was a. Re- um, <laughs> there, there was a. We lived in the Brooklyn Temple. And for some reason, you would never, ever, ever, ever see any Maha sweets, except for some that were on sale on Sunday in the gift shop. We lived in the temple, and we saw how many sweets were offered in the morning, and then nobody ever saw the sweets. And it was like two old brahmachari pujaris that would just, I guess, eat them all. I don't know, it was just, it was just two people. Like, there was only two pujaris that were involved in it. And nobody ever saw the sweets. And we're like, where are these sweets? And we're, you know, we're 20 years old. We want some sweets. We're going to books all day long. And you know, we need some uh, juice. <laughs> and um, so one devotee decides, the, the devotee who painted that Prabhupada right there, he said, okay, I'm going to go steal. Because, you know, we've, inher- we, we've inherited um, some bad qualities. <laughs> From the, our mischievous Lord Krishna, who's stealing, so he just like, <laughs> so he's he's like, I'm gonna go st- steal some some glubjans, some maha glubjans from the pujari room. And so he 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 goes from the pujari room, and he sees the plate that was offered, and it's got these like really juicy glubjans. You ever had a glubjans? Mm-hmm. 
No, I'm not sure. It's like a it's like a donut soaked in like syrup. Does it look like a donut hole kind of? Yeah. yeah. Okay, I think I've had it. Yeah. Where'd you have it though? Not here. Okay, then that's not the real yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, there's some. There's some. You know, I've I've had other ones that are not. They're just not the same. They even have like canned ones. These are like not. They're horrible. It was like, it was in South Lake. This place called Minerva. That's where I had it. It was like an Indian sweet shop? Yeah. None of those count. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Indian sweet shops in America don't taste like the Indian sweet shops in the U.S. They don't. They don't. Yeah. The one, uh, the, you go to an Indian sweet shop in the U.S. and every sweet tastes exactly the same. Really? And then you go to India, it's like, you, 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 for some reason when you go to India, you get a sweet tooth. But those sweet shops are really good. Here, they're not very, quite, not very interesting. And they're all, it's, uh, I'm, it's it's funny thing that none of them are cooked by Indians too. Yeah, <laughs> so um, he went and he, he he took the gulab jamins, he put it on the plate, and he washed all the Lord's plates, and he put it away, and he brought it upstairs. He got, I got the gulab jamins, and we're eating. We're like, ah, yeah, it's like so good. It was the best gulab jamins we ever had, except they weren't offered. No, no. Oh, <laughs> he, he, he took it off the plate that was going to be offered to the Lord. <laughs> and the devil, the devil president was livid. He said, you should fast for a day. You don't even drink water. <laughs> and I think he ended up doing that. Like, it happened to him twice. <laughs> yeah, it was a bad, good gloves of story. <laughs> I guess, I don't know, the devotee cooked it with a lot of devotion. Krishna accepted before offering. I don't know, it was really good. I don't know why it was so good. It was funny. Um, but I would just like to just stop here and ask for you guys to share some pastimes or realizations related to Jamasmi and Prabhupada and the whatever you have from your festival. And Sorry. Uh, so... <coughs> There's the story of uh, Damodar, um, Damodar Lila, which briefly basically is like a pastime of Krishna stealing butter from the gopis. And Krishna, like, he has um, pastimes, and it's explained that his associates in the spiritual world don't even know that he's God. They just love him, you know, just pure love. And so. <clears throat> The gopis, the cowherd maidens, like churn the butter, and Krishna really loves butter, so he'll sneak in with his friends, and he'll steal it, and then the gopis will catch him, and then he'll say, and then all the friends will escape, and Krishna will be there, and he'll say, you know, no, no, I wasn't stealing the butter, I was just, you know, helping to bring it down. And they'll say, but Krishna, you have butter all over your mouth, how are we supposed to believe that? No, my friends were eating the butter, and then before they had left, they smeared it on my face to make me look guilty. <laughs> Really sweet. And so, but there's like all these details to the pastime that you don't hear all the time. And they were telling us one of the details at Kirtan Fest that, um, so you know when we make offerings, we ring a bell when we are offering. Oh, that one, the bell story? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, um, so there's like a transcendental security system in the place where the cowherd girl, cowherd maids keep all the butter, right? Which is, you know, in museums we have lasers, so they have strings with bells on them. <laughs> so Krishna wants to steal the butter, so he opens it, but he doesn't want to get caught. So he tells the bells, because everything in the spiritual world is animate. 
So he tells them, Bells, dear Bells, who is your Lord and Master? And they say, Krishna, you are, you're the Supreme Lord. And then he says, okay, so you'll always do what I say, right? Of course, Krishna, yeah, I'll do what you say. So I'm going to come and, you know, shake you up and try to steal this butter, but you can't make any noise. Okay, Krishna, we won't make any noise. So Krishna's going and he knocks the bells, but they're completely silent. And then Krishna, um, his friends are coming, they're knocking over the bells, completely silent, climbs up the rafters, gets the butter, passes it down to his, you know, friends, totally silent, and then they sit down and they start to eat and the bells go crazy and they freak out and they ring and, and Krishna said, what happened? I told you guys, you know, I'm your Lord, you said that you would obey me, you said you wouldn't, now I'm going to get caught, now they're going to, what? And they said, Krishna, what can we do? It says in the Vedas that every time the Lord eats, we have to <laughs> ring a bell. <laughs> so we're just following the instructions of the Vedas. We didn't disobey you. And then later on in the story, Krishna gets caught by Mother Yashoda, his mother. And um, because in the spiritual world, you can have, there are five types of relationships you can have with God. You can have passive admiration. Um, just like all the relationships we have here, like we know celebrities and we're like, oh my god, we don't know them, but we admire them. And then there's um, servitude, so you can serve uh, people just like a butler. And then more intimate than that is friendship. And then more intimate is being a parent. And then finally the most intimate type of relationship is a lover. But, in, but like the gopis with Krishna, their love is totally selfless. It's not like contaminated like in the material world. Um, Anyways, so Krishna has a mother, Mother Yashoda, and in this pastime, she catches Krishna eating the butter, and she wants to, you know, punish him, but she's chasing him, and it was explained that as she's chasing him, um, the flowers are falling from her hair, and because some of the flowers uh, were on Krishna's side, they're like, no, we can't, we can't bear to see this, so we have to leave Mother Yashoda's hair, and then... The other half of the flowers were on Mother Yashoda's side. Now Krishna is so naughty, she has to catch him. So to make her lighter, we'll, we'll leave. So the <laughs> flowers were falling out of her hair. And then there's another one. Uh, oh, the, the... Anyways, yeah, there's a lot of details. Super sweet. You're, you're going to say about the milk? Yeah. Like yeah. Jumping, out of, <laughs> jumping into the fire? As the whole Leela is going on, uh, because Mother Yashoda is chasing Krishna, she left some milk to boil on the stove, but it was boiling over. And it was explained that the milk was so, oh, what was it? The milk was sad because Krishna preferred Mother Yashoda's breast milk. Yeah. And so it was jumping like, out. What are, what, are, what, are, what, are, what is the use of us? Of our life, yes. <laughs> but they can't die, but it was just like, let's jump in the fire. We can give up. <laughs> I just thought it was so cool because like, we hear that we're not this body, we're spirit soul. And so it makes so much sense that in the spiritual world, everything is animate because everything is spirit, nothing is matter, you know? Mm -hmm. So when I heard those pastimes, I thought it was so cool that... It... <laughs> tell the... I can't tell it because I don't know it enough, but the, the story when Brahman comes uh, to basically check out to see what Krishna's all about, and then he takes the... Uh, the kidnaps. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Tell, tell that story. Oh, okay. I like that story. I <laughs> just wanted to share this, and I'll get, I'll get to that All one, right. too. So uh, one one kind of idea I had for, um, during Janmasmi, because Janmasmi, it's like super service and busy, and everyone has to be reminded, like, don't get frustrated. 
you know, just be happy. And, you know, Nityananda was saying that during the announcement. It's like, this is the happiest day of your life, and be happy, and be <laughs> nice. And, and so I was reading, we read with the kids uh, chapter 3 of Krishna, the birth of Lord Krishna. And so he talks about how the stars were very auspicious, and in all directions there was, um, there was signs of peace and prosperity. Uh, and on the surface of the earth, the towns and villages and the mines of everyone, there was good fortune. Rivers were full of water. Lakes were beautifully decorated with lotus flowers. The forests be- were full of beautiful birds and peacocks. And all the birds within the forest began to sing with sweet voices. And the peaca- peacocks began to dance al- along with their consorts. The w- wind blew very pleasantly, carrying the aroma of different flowers. And the cessation of bodily touch was very pleasing. At home, the brahmanas, so the brahmanas were being forbidden to do sacrifices, but they were able to do it at this time without difficulty. Uh, Residents of Gandharva and Kinarloka, the higher planets, began to offer prayers. Um, There was the demigods began to shower flowers, and the seashore had really nice sound of mild waves. So there's all, just all these like really, really nice, you know, like Krishna was born with four arms. He was a baby with four arms. And so I was thinking like, just like uh, the, uh, the, the, you know, the demigods and nature all had to prepare this wonderful atmosphere for Krishna's appearance. But we have to repair like our minds, you know. Like, you know, it's, it's like so much stress and so much service and you have to be in the mood of like, let's make it really, uh, you know, it's not that everything is right, but also the consciousness that we're peaceful and, and happy and signs of good fortune and auspiciousness and, and all these beautiful things there, that same kind of beauty should be invoked. So, yeah, that is one of my favorite stories. You know, should we tell that story? Okay. So, um, so Brahma, he lives for 311 trillion 42 billion years. And, um, um, one second of Brahma's life. Does anybody know how long that is? Nothing. years. Ninety-seven thousand years. Whoa, that's one second. Ninety-eight. Yeah. So, like a hundred, about a hundred thousandths of a second of Brahma is one year on Earth. So, um, his Lord, from whom he was born. Uh, Garbhadakshai Vishnu, his body is the is the size of the universe, and uh, he was born from the lotus flower that sp- sprouts from his belly. And he he was trying to find the end of the stem of this lotus. He went down and down and he never could find the end. And then he went back up to the top, and he was just perplexed. What I do? That when he was created, when he first appeared, and so he heard these two sounds, ta pa, which means austerity, do meditation. And then he did meditation, and then he you know, had an uh, interaction with the Supreme Lord who revealed to him the spiritual world, and he, his job was to make a, a material replica of it. So his father is so potent, so powerful, so beyond his intelligence. And then Garbhadakshai Vishnu is the size of the universe, but Karanadakshay Vishnu is so big that universes come out of his pores. 
And he, he, he knows of Karanadakshay Vishnu, who's so gigantic. You know, the universe has come out of his pores. Um, yes? I heard Nishananda Prabhu say on John Mastami that the reason that the sky is blue is because Krishna is so big, because uh, Garbhadakshay Vishnu is so big. Is that true? I've never, I, that was the first time I've ever heard that. That's interesting. Yeah. Well, we've heard something like uh, something about it's a, a, a kind of like a um, an extension of the effulgence of Krishna. We've heard something like that. I've heard that something like that. Okay. So, yeah, Vishnu is so big. Then you get Karanadakshay Vishnu, who, uh, within one exhalation, all the universes are manifested. Kapakshayepanastani kapado vrishyajamyaham. You know, within one. Uh, um, oh no, that's the kalpa is one. Yeah, kalpa. So with within one exhalation, all the universes are dis- uh, created, and with one inhalation, they're all destroyed. That's just one of his breaths. Like we talked about, how long Brahma lives, and Brahma lives for one breath of Vishnu. So apparently, his, 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 his source, gar- the source of Garbhadakshay Vishnu, is hanging out on earth like a five-year-old child. And so Brahma sees Krishna and he just can't fathom how this uh, omnipotent, uh, multidimensional, super powerful being is just, you know, Know, feeding his friend with his left hand <laughs> so, like, and just hanging out with a bunch of cows and kids and having like Peter Pan like adventures and playing tag <laughs> it's, it's just, it just doesn't make any sense so he decides let me test Krishna and so they're all there um, <coughs> now there, in the painting it's, it seems like there's a detail there's there possibly a mistake in the painting because Balaram is not supposed to be there. Because Balaram had his birthday on that day. <coughs> so this happened on Balaram Purnima. And so while he was there, he wasn't at the pastime. That's why he later found out about it. That's why he used his, used his investigative skills and he discovered something about uh, some situation that made, made him figure out what was going on. So. Balaram was at home getting dressed for his birthday, and Krishna and his friends were having their lunch as usual, like as it says in the Krishna book. Krishna is the world, and all of his friends are like the petals. They would all surround Krishna and then say, Krishna, my mom made this really good sweet galachana. <laughs> you want to try it? And the mothers would cook. You know, all of the mothers are thinking, my that boy, Krishna, he's such a darling. I wish I had him as my son. Let me make this sweet, and maybe my son will share with him. That would be really nice if, if I got to offer Krishna some really nice sweet. And all the boys were like, Oh, Krishna, try my, here, try this, Krishna. Try it, try this one. <laughs> and so they're all sitting there. They're all surrounded, enchanted by the beauty of Krishna. And... <clears throat> And so Brahma, while he was there, he starts to entice the cows away. And he puts them in a 
sleeping spell and puts him like different dimension, different place. And then Krishna's friends start to worry. Krishna, Krishna, where is our calves? We're, uh, we're going to be in big trouble. Our, our parents are going to be so upset and they, uh, they could be in danger. We must find them. And so Krishna he says, you, you all sit here. Just don't worry. I'll go find them. And so he, he got up. He's, it said he still had some yogurt. I, just, I think it was in, not even in the right hand. So he's like, how can this be God? He's got food in his left hand. You know, like, doesn't he know? <laughs> but, you know, how can that be God? <laughs> and he's got some japamala. And he, he has 108 japamala. He uses it to count his cows. So he starts, he goes out and he's like, um, what are the names? One of the cows, come on, tell me, help me. Hey, everything just, my mind just went blank, so. Yeah. Uh, name of Krishna's cow. Cows. The kids will know because it's in the Krishna cartoon. It's in the Krishna cartoon. Guys, homework. Watch the Krishna cartoon. <laughs> That's your homework. <laughs> Little Krishna. Have you ever seen Little yeah, Krishna? I have seen. I haven't watched it, but I've seen it uh, like on YouTube. Yeah, on YouTube. Yeah, yeah, you can watch. I think all of them on YouTube. Um, so then, whoever. Name of Krishna's cows. Oh yeah. So. Um, while he Krishna was gone, Brahma he kidnapped all of Krishna's friends, put him did the same scenario, put him in a sleeping spell, put him away somewhere. And Krishna comes back and he's he's a little worried. He knows what's going on, um, but he also kind of shifts between like being in the moment of the pastime versus oh I'm gone. I think I got to handle this. <laughs> and so. Brahma, he comes back a year later because he's, you know, he's, he's really anxious to see what happens. So he came back a hundred thousandths of a second later and that takes one year. He came back, you know, a hundred thousandths of a second later just to see what would, what, what, what would Krishna do. And he sees Krishna's all the same friends, all the same calves, all playing together. So he's really confused. And... Brenda Prairie, did you know that Balaram is not supposed to be in that painting? No way. Because he figures out what happens. Remember? Oh, yeah, I remember. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah. he figures out what happens because he wasn't there he, to, when it happened. He was, it yeah. was Balaram Pranima. It was his birthday. Oh. So, so one day, Balaram is on the bo bottom uh, with all the calves or all the boys and the calves are in the bottom of the valley and the cows and the, the men are on the top of the valley and when the cows saw their cows they went just uh, uh, mommy crazy <laughs> they just started sprinting down the hill and milk gushing out of their udders pouring all over the grass and run, they're running down the hill and the men were a little embarrassed their whole herd was running away in front of the, their own children that they're supposed to show them how this is how you take care of cows and the whole herds so they're upset and they start running but when they see their sons they start running down the hill too and they start crying tears are pouring down their face and they run over and they pick up their sons and they smell their heads and kiss them and hug them and say oh my god I love you so much I haven't seen you in two hours oh my god I love you <laughs> and the cows are like licking their calves and the calves are because they're older, they don't drink the milk directly, but they're drinking, they're eating the grass mixed with the milk. And Barlow's just looking at this whole scene, and he's like wondering, what is this? 
extraordinary display of affection. He said, these can't be ordinary cows. These can't be ordinary calves. These calves and these uh, are these are ordinary calves and these aren't ordinary boys. These calves and these boys must be Krishna himself, appearing as his own friends and his own and calves. For some reason, Krishna has appeared. I don't know the reason, but no person could pull your heart like that because Krishna is known as Manohar. What does Manohar mean? The attractor of the mind. Or, or thief. Oh, yeah. Okay. Thief. Har. Har. You know, like they say, Hari. And they're saying, oh, they're saying thief. Thief. Mm. Thief of the heart or the mind. Thief of the heart or the mind? Thief of the heart. Yeah, he steals your heart. Like uh, Manaram Prabhu. He said Manahar. Manaram Prabhu is saying, you should make a shirt that says, oh, that's my keys, my wallet. My glasses, my heart in Vrindavan is like little check boxes. <laughs> and the only one that's not checked is the heart. You gotta make it. it's a little more advanced. The other three will happen. And so yeah, um, and then before Lord Brahma, all the boys and calves started to turn into Vishnu forms. And then all these Brahmas appeared and they all started off with prayers and Brahma just, you know, kind of fainting to the point of death. And, he's, and um, Krishna lets the dazzling uh, scene kind of fade away so it's, it's not too much for him to handle. And he's like, uh, I'm, it's like, it's like a glowworm uh, towards the moon. It's like, it's like you're trying to show off your new flashlight, but it's daytime. It's like, <laughs> where's your magic? <laughs> so Brahma, he thought he had some powers, but it was like nothing compared to Krishna. And so, yeah, it's cool. Very cool pastime. It's got time relativity. Yeah, that's, I always like to mention that to new folks. You know, we, that's something that we think we learned from Albert Einstein and stuff. But you've got all these cool things in the old books like... Um, what um, the pastime where somebody went to in the Jagannath book that they uh, they've built the temple. This is after Lord the deity of Lord Jagannath was made, and the king Indraduna went to um, Brahma Lok to ask him to come and inaugurate the temple. And and they're like, "You've been here for thirty minutes." <laughs> you know, nothing is there like, billions of years have passed there's no even scope of your history or there's no family there's nothing uh, and so he came back and you know nobody knew who he was he's like I'm the king of this land <laughs> <laughs> and then the, um, he ended up running into the reincarnation of the Shabara king the, the, and they both together were able to do the uh, DT installation <laughs> and then there's a story of um, yeah there's some past times like there's one with Lord Balaram's uh, uh, Revati she's like from a different yuga and she's super tall I don't know if that has time relativity but they had to shrink her down oh he said oh you don't you have to wait for some time and then she'll she'll be born and then she's going to be the wife uh-huh. Revati Hare Krishna any more things to share? This is, I insist, this is all, it's not like super newcomer. We're, we're just getting into like some.
Krishna pastimes and I do have a question. Yes. Does it explain in the scriptures why uh, Lord Krishna has children? Why does he have children? Children? Yeah, does it explain why in the scriptures why? Well, why, why, uh, why we have children is because Krishna has children. <laughs> that makes sense. The other way around. Yeah. yeah. So uh, this world is a reflection of the spiritual world. So all the um, pure essence of everything behind everything is found in Krishna. And so... Um, like uh, you have a light and then there's a shadow and the shadow is kind of where the light is not really present or the absence of the light. Yeah. So there are certain qualities that you find here that are corrupted or perverted like um, somebody steals and you don't steal to give the person you're stealing from pleasure. But Krishna, when he steals from you, is to give you pleasure and or to be part of this like really fun mischievous, fun pastime. But when Krishna steals from his neighbors, the neighbors actually feel great pleasure. Um, but when we steal, it's, you know, we're not, it's, it's for ourselves. It's not to give the neighbors pleasure. Yeah. You know, hey! Yeah. <laughs> you know that stash of money under your bed? I took it! <laughs> Thank you, I spent it on some glutjimans! <laughs> Nobody, you know, so, yeah, there are you know, different pastimes. Diff and Vrindavan Krishna doesn't have children. There's different levels of the yeah. spiritual world. So the highest level is where there, everyone's completely covered by yoga maya. There's maha maya, is that curtain of illusion that lets you take a step away from Krishna. Not literally because he's always there with you, but you don't experience him in your life. You, you don't see that he's everywhere with you. And then there's yoga maya, is that curtain of illusion that makes you forget that Krishna's God, just like maha maya makes you forget that Krishna's God, so you can be closer to him. One curtain of illusion is so you can be further away, and one curtain of illusion is so you can be closer. So you have, like, um, in Ayodhya-dham, or Lord Ram and Sita, everyone knows that they're God. And, they're, and then Dwarka, Everyone knows that they're God, but it's still like um, some familiarity there. Some, it's, and then even going up to Mathura, then it's, everyone still knows that Krishna's God, but there's still some. But you go up to all the way to Vrindavan, Krishna can do anything, and nobody sees him as God. He can lift the mountain. Everybody's, you see in the painting, everyone's got their sticks up. Because it's like, he's our friend. Because then that would lessen their intimate relationship that, you know, very sweet personal relationship if they started to get really respectful and it, it kind of back off from being really close to him and so and like one you know when mother showed us sees the universe within his mouth and then she becomes reverential and Krishna doesn't really like it and then he covers her in yoga and she says oh I mean we just need some milk and so yeah yoga maya is so a person to be closer and maha maya is so a person can be further and, uh, and that, see, in Vaikuntha, people worship Krishna, and there's humility involved, but it's not the type of humility that's in Vrindavan. Because in, in Vaikuntha, uh, you, you worship Krishna because he's obviously, you know, highly superior to you. He's God. He creates universes. But in Vrindavan, he's like one of the bros. Like, he's one of you. So 
you have there's a special humility in worshiping Krishna that that you that because nobody sees him as God they just see he's the most darling person but he's not like he's the worshipable Lord yeah okay. even like the like the like the cowherd boys were thinking maybe Krishna is a demigod because he just did this and we heard this thing we heard this prayer and and then like but that means we're demigods too. <laughs> He's still always one of us. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, special type of intimacy and humility there. Any other thing you want to share? All right. So yeah, we 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 uh, we, we, we kind of stay on two tracks. We have the pastimes and the philosophy. If we don't keep ourselves philosophical, then we might imagine ourselves to be you know, relishing the pastimes of some exalted saints, Avadut. Because Krishna, as uh, the Acharyas explained, the pastimes are relishable to everyone. You know, it says, it's, Prabhupada writes an introduction of Krishna book that even a materialist would read this like, man, this is a great romance book, and you know, lift all this romantic stuff and action. So we don't want to kind of fool ourselves. I'm like, maybe I'm actually the great saint and sadhu because I'm really enjoying this. So we read the pa- the pastimes and the philosophy kind of hand in hand to keep ourselves uh, on earth and in heaven. <laughs> what is that? What is that prayer? The uh, and er, on earth as in heaven. <laughs> the, our Father, oh, our the, in heaven. The worst prayer. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Our who knows? Mm-hmm. Like that kingdom come that will be done on uh, earth as it is in heaven. Uh, uh, on earth as in heaven. So maybe on earth, but as in <laughs> it just makes itself up. But yeah, so yeah, we want to be down to earth, like not not really um, imagine um, ourselves uh, somewhere up or not. So yeah, we hear the pastime, so we know what is the actual goal, and then we, uh, but we also focus on the pastimes that are related to our situation and. Uh, it's described that the pastimes of creation, the situation, how we're not the body, Bhagavad Gita, that's also pastime. Like reading Bhagavad Gita is reading pastimes. Sometimes people, well, let's just hear the pastimes. So it's also pastimes, but it's more relevant to our situation. So we do both. It's not like we cover our ears from Krishna's pastimes, but we, we kind of focus on that which is practical to our situation, our entanglement or imprisonment into the material nature. So I do have one more question. Yes. Uh, so since everything is a cycle, the yuga cycle is just a big, big circle, right? Yeah. So does that mean does, does Krishna and all the avatars come and do the exact same things? Or similar. 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 Yeah. The road show goes on different universes, yeah, yeah. different uh, places, you know, different universes, and um, but the one out of a thousand Krishnas is Krishna. You know that. You know what I mean by that. So there are four cycles of the yugas. is called a, a divya yuga, or a chatur yuga. And you get uh, a thousand divya yugas, and it's called a kalpa, or a day of Brahma. And so once in a day of Brahma, uh, Krishna from Goloka appears. So that means there, are, there that that means there are a thousand cycles of the four yugas during that one day of Brahma. 
So 999 uh, other Dwarpa Yugas, there's an incarnation by the name of Krishna, but he is not Krishna Swayam Bhagavan. He's not the source, he's an avatar. He's not the avatar of me. So he doesn't reveal all the real personal pastimes. Right. He does more like the other avatars where he fights the bad guys, protects the good guys. But it's not like God at home, like his real personal, personal feature. So our Krishna that came 5,000 years ago is the real Krishna Krishna from Goloka. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> once in, in the, you know, and once, I've never heard that before. Once every eight... Uh, Eight uh, billion years, yeah. But I have so that just happened recently. Five thousand years ago, compared to a billion, is yeah, I quite fortunate. Here, like your question about does he do the same thing? There's like so many different versions of all the pastimes. Like yeah, Kaliya pastime when Krishna is dancing on the head of the Kaliya snake, like the different heads. I've also heard that in one version of that pastime. Krishna and the gopis actually do Rasalila on Kaliya's head. Yeah. Or when Krishna goes to fight Kamsa, he, he when he goes to Mathura, he rides in the back of Kaliya. Oh, uh, I didn't hear that. Yeah, that's in Riyad Bhagavatam. That's super cool. So, so yeah, there's sometimes a little... Some, so therefore, you know, it, sometimes if there is a discrepancy in, this, in a different book's story, like um, it's described in one book that the cousin of Bali... Bali is the great 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 grandson of her, uh, Kashi or Pallad? Great grandson of Pallad? I think great grandson. Yes. I don't know how generate some. He's under Pallad. <laughs> Bali is. Uh, uh, he was the king that he promised the dwarf incarnation of the Lord three steps of land, and he took two steps and covered the entire universe. And he was a devotee, but he was coming from the family of demons, and he took over the whole universe. And in order, instead of you know fighting him because he was a not he was in the family of demons, but he was actually a devotee, Krishna just kind of trickily took it back and put it under the leadership of the demigods. Um, and so when Bali appeared, he looked so beautiful. He said, "There's maybe somebody wants to shakshi you want it." bring it out, the picture of Bali in the Krishna art book. It's in the first part. The first part is about avatars. Um, so when when it says that the sister of Bali saw the beautiful boy, she just felt this intense motherly affection and she said, oh my God, I wish I had this kid as my I want to love this kid as my own child. And then when Bali, uh, immediately when Bali was not able to get the second, the third step as he promised, he was arrested and taken. And, and so during that pastime, that same lady who was coming from a demonic family, she was like, first she was saying, I want to love him as a child, my own child. And then she was like, I want to kill him. He arrested, you know, he, he arrested my my um, my brother. Or in one past time, it's the it was not the sister; it was the wife. But it was like a different yuga. Yeah. Um, so that person in her next life, she became the witch Putana, who got to love Krishna as her mother, as a mother, and then also tried to kill him. Yeah. And then eternally got to be his mother. Because <laughs> Krishna, he just looks for like the real the good part. So there's a section that, pa there's a little bit in the beginning about different saintly persons and devotees, and then comes avatars. Um, 
Yeah, here I think we're various yeah. Vamana. So cute and beautiful. So she saw Vamana. She had her Krishna art book there, and she was like, "He is really cool. I want to love him as my as my own child." So therefore, when people say, isn't Krishna an incarnation of Vishnu? <laughs> They're right, 999 point of the time. That's, that's, not, that's not invalid, because 999 point of the time, the, the incarnation by the name of Krishna appears in Dwarpa Yuga is the form that comes from uh, all the same other incarnations. They all come from Garbhadaksha Vishnu. The Krishna who came 5,000 years ago is from the top. And that's where he, he, you can see, he reveals more than other avatars reveal. It's like God at home, instead of God just being God. If God, just being God, was to be just, you know, it's already exceptional. But a little more there, God at home. Okay, thank you very much. Krishna Ki Jai. Shri Prabhupada Ki Jai. Gaur Pramanande Hari Hari Bo. Hari Bo.